we're going to take a look back at um, the last election. Um, the Maverick Party making some noise this weekend, talking about uh, they need to do better. They recognize that. They did pick up a smattering of support across the parades, but very, very small. Um, uh, just a percent or two. Uh, the PPC Party did a little better than that. They were up around 5 0.6%, I believe, nationally. So they definitely gained some backing, um, which shows us that populism, which those parties are, um, hasn't got to the point where they're actually winning any seats in our country, but they are seeing some support and perhaps growing support. Uh, so what does that mean? Let's have a chat about that. We are going to talk with Jamila Monet, who is a PhD candidate in sociology at the University of Quebec in Montreal. Um Jamila, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm okay. very happy to be here. Yeah, so let's start, first of all, when we talk about populism, we all hear the word mm. all the time, but let's give it a definition. When, when we talk about populist politics, what exactly do we mean? Yes, exactly. Very good question, because I think that when we do talk about populism, very often we do confuse the term with nationalism or the far right, and mm. it does give it a very uh, problematic and negative image when I think that really populism is a really much more neutral term. I do define populism as a political strategy that allows political parties and political leaders to emerge on the political stage and to gain visibility. So basically, it gives them the, the, the ability to capture political power and not only uh, seats, but, you know, more broadly to gain visibility. Um, what is, how do they go about doing that? I mean, what do populists do to, to build that support? I mean, it's not based a lot on policy. In many cases, it's anti this or anti that, right? I mean, that sort of yes. can often be the focus. Mm -hmm, exactly. Uh, well, the, the core of populist discourse is that you're going to have an opposition between a moral people and a corrupt elite. It's very simple. You will always have that moralizing, polarizing opposition between the moral people and the corrupt elite. The people can be anyone. It could be, obviously, it could be the Canadians, but it could also be the good workers, the good people from the prairie, for example. And the elite could be the financial elite, the political or cultural elite, could be the foreigners. It depends on the, on the type of discourse that the party is going to have. Essentially, it's us versus them. That's what it comes down to. Exactly, exactly, yes. Now, as you said, uh, and we should expand on this a bit more, it, it, you know, we're seeing it often assigned to right-wing politics, uh, especially in mm -hmm. Canada and in the United States, but it's far beyond that. You, know, you can take a look at the U.S. with the far left down there. It, it spans the political spectrum on all sides, right? No, of course, of course. And this is why it's very interesting with populism, because we, did, we, we do associate it with its far-right proponents today, but as you have said it, um, even even in the U.S., we have seen that Bernie Sanders did mobilize a very populist strategy. And historically in Canada, we have also had uh, much more socialist uh, forms of populism in the West, for example, with the CCS, the United Farmers, and even to some extent, the very early uh, social credit party. Um, why has it taken root um, in Canada? And we are seeing a growing of populist movements in this country. The last election bears that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not really studying the, 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 um, like the, the roots of populism, but what I think is very important today to note is the fact that populism emerged and I think developed because on the fact that there is a national divide. Canada is a divided nation. A, a bunch of uh, studies are showing it. There is, a, there is a lot of opposition on notably the values that Canadians feel that they can share. And there is more and more that idea that is shared between Canadians 
that idea that maybe we need to go back from a federalist Canada and maybe just give more space to regional uh, powers. Yeah, and when so you take... I think that f- this is feeding, uh, in that sense, uh, a populist discourse. And I think there's so much division uh, in mm-hmm. terms of... Uh, the populace right across this country, that's what creates the opportunity for populist movements to grow. So it's not going to change in the near future. We're going to see more of this, I would think. Yes, exactly. I, I, I think it's going to grow, and I think we're going, to, we're going to talk more and more about populist movements, very simply because the, the, the question that they are talking about are not being addressed and are not really being heard. So as long as we do not uh, take into account what, what populists are saying, for example, whether it's uh, regional discontent or the feeling of being ignored or being not represented, it's going to grow. And we have seen this with the PPC, who tripled their result in just two years. Mm-hmm. And we could probably see that with the Mavericks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jamila, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much for your, for your time as well. Have that, a good day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> That is Jamila Monet, who is a PhD candidate in sociology at the University of Quebec in Montreal.